between Google updates, website changes, and the fast pace of the online world, businesses today can only hope to understand the changing digital marketing scene. Welcome to the WebBuzz Podcast, your home for all digital marketing buzz. From the trends, hacks, and updates all around the web, welcome your hosts, Sean Tiberio and Roger Valdez. And what's going on, digital world? Welcome to this week's episode of the Web Buzz Podcast, the best podcast for real estate professionals to learn how to dominate online. And I got to say, the Google Nader himself is stepping it up a little bit today with the branding in the background. Got a little how to do it, man. Repurposing do it. our trade show equipment for. The background of your set today love it <laughs> that's right man that's right so it's kind of looking for some opportunities for some branding right some promotion and uh looked around and i was like hey i got all the trade show equipment in my <laughs> house right now let's do it let's test it out see how it works maybe next time we'll get a chance to see that that really nice big background piece not just the two little side banners but maybe he'll he'll set the whole thing up for us we'll see We'll see. Anyway, we've got a uh, got a killer topic for you guys today. Roger and I are still kind of on fire. I think I've been on fire for so many days. I'm starting to kind of like when 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 is it going to start to wear down, right? But coming off of the event over the weekend, two big events. Uh, on top of that, uh, coming out of it, I know we both were dropping a ton of gold bars on Sunday. Uh, and Saturday was a blast just being out there, being at a live event, being in, in front of a lot of other real estate professionals and giving away a bunch of free, free stuff, free time, free discussions, uh, heck, free beer koozies just to keep your, your cold beverage cold for you uh, out there. But I know I'm on fire and I'm ready to still deliver some more value. So we decided to bring this week's topic up a little bit. I had it on the list coming out soon, but I decided to kind of move it up a little bit because over the weekend at our event, we were hearing some of this myth around this topic of blogging from those that were in attendance. And we wanted to help kind of unpack that a little bit deeper, get a little bit, you know, kind of behind the scenes, so to say, pull the onion back apart on this topic uh, a little bit more. But before we get into the topic, getting into it too deep, does the Google Nader have any big updates for us? Not at the moment. Obviously, last week was uh, jam-packed with preparation for for the event and uh, just getting ready, man. So like you, I mean, it started last week. Uh, we finished very successful events, both of them, I feel. And then just kind of going into this week, it's like it just keeps coming. Because <laughs> a lot we met a lot of very, very cool people. Um, many of them want to talk and see what we have to offer, how we can help them. So it keeps going, man. It hasn't stopped. I mean, we had the, the you know the sponsored event on Saturday, and then our live event on Sunday, and it feels like it's still going because I'm on calls nonstop today um, mm -hmm. and yesterday, uh, still talking about this stuff. So it's exciting, man. And now we're here at the podcast, ready to drop some gold bars again. So uh, I know this topic today is going to be really exciting. So uh, yeah, good. 
Absolutely. So this topic kind of, uh, kind of stemmed, like I was saying before, kind of stemmed from some individuals over the course of the weekend that were just asking around this. Uh, but it also stemmed from a, a post that I put out earlier today. And I, I got a question to kind of kick us off. And I'm going to let the question kind of marinate and sink in for a minute before we kind of really deliver the the answer to the question. But I posted this over on my Facebook uh, page uh, and over on LinkedIn as well today. And we've all heard this saying that content is king. Content is king in the business. So my question to everybody was, if content is king, then who is his queen? Kind of throwing a little chess myth or chess uh, uh, analogy so to say, I guess, uh, out there around this. If content is king, who's the king's queen when it comes to the marketing side of our business and more specifically around content? If you're on live and you want, throw it in the in the comments section. We'll see what comes in. But I want to I want to let that marinate for a second. Think about that. If content's king, who's content's queen? And without giving it away, Roger, uh, kind of get us talk a little bit about that. Don't, don't give the answer away just yet though. Sure. 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 I, and I think it's, it's uh, really important to kind of think about this one pretty hard. Cause there's, there's diff- different ways you can go. I, I mean, there's, there's so many different ways and, and uh, part uh, of the reason that we're doing this is obviously we got to meet a lot, a lot of, not just our clients that have been with us, have, have learned from us. We, we teach this, you know, week after week when we have our Monday calls with our, our particular group, um, so we talk a lot about this, but meeting new people and literally ha- asking those questions and, and just kind of listening, getting that feedback and, and, and learning about how people actually look at digital marketing um, and sometimes some, some of the misconceptions and, and why uh, some of these you know, entrepreneurs out there that do have an online presence and they question why it's not working is sometimes you just need a little bit of guidance because uh, I had that conversation quite a bit with a lot of people over the weekend on I'm looking at their online presence. It looks good, but I'm looking at a very specific portion that we're about to talk about here. Right. And in reality, all it takes is a little tweak. That's, that's it. It's just a little bit of a, of a technical tweak, right? So it appears on the online presence, but also a mindset tweak because you have to identify certain things uh, to come up with that answer. <laughs> so I'm not going to give it all the way shy. I almost did right there, but um, I think that's a good way to kind of uh, uh, segue into where what that actually is. Yeah. So with that, we'll, we'll kind of talk about we've got two major myths to unpack here. And the first myth is actually going to kind of if you listen to it enough, it's going to give away the the answer. And I promise if you stick around the show throughout the course of it here, you're going to uncover. Right. Remember, the question that we're letting marinate is if content is king. Who is its queen? What is its queen? And the first myth that let's let's break this one down and talk a little bit about it. And that that's the myth known as hey, traffic comes just because I wrote a blog. That because I wrote the blog and got it posted, traffic starts to come. And that is a myth. It's a myth that we hear a lot. Uh, I know that's I hear it from clients. I hear it from individuals that we talk to. Like, yeah, I've tried that. 
I tried writing or, Hey, Sean and Roger, I did what you said. I went and wrote some blogs, but I'm not seeing anything. I thought just because I wrote it that I would start getting flooded. My phone would ring off the hook. A million plus people would see my website suddenly because you told me content's king. I put content out there, not getting anything uh, from it. Unpack a little bit for a second. Why is that a myth that just because we put content out there that all of a sudden traffic's going to come back? Yeah, so that's actually a great kind of kind of way to kind of explain it because in reality, when you put it out there, let's just say, just for an example, without just kind of coming out and saying it, right? It's like if I were to walk out of my house right now, and right now, nobody knows I'm even here, right? I'm, in fact, I just moved here about a month ago to our new house. If I were to walk outside, put a table down, and put some lemonade on that table, and put a little tiny sign, and I just sat there. And at the end of the day, I sold no lemonade, right? And I complain, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm, I'm over it. It doesn't work. This business doesn't work. That is, I don't know if I gave it too much away right there, <laughs> but that's, there's something missing there. There's something missing there. Um, and that's what we're trying to kind of get at right there. It's like, well, what, uh, what? what's missing is you, you needed to bring Riley and. <laughs> you know, kind of let, let Riley help you sell maybe, or that's part of it. That's part of it. I just say that because Riley's at home with him right now. So <laughs> if you're going to go outside and sell some lemonade, bring, bring the cute little girl. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but it no, is, it is, it's part of it. actually. <laughs> it is part of it. Yes, it is part of it. And I'm making all kind of jokes here uh, around it, but all right. We've let it marinate enough. Think about what Roger just said, right? I like that analogy, actually. If I were to just go outside, put a, put a stand up, right? I'm here at the office. If I went in the parking lot, put that same table out, the same lemonade that he's got, and then just sat there and didn't sell anything, what do I have to blame? Let, let me add something, Sean. You literally have the best lemonade in the world. Why? Because we're in Cali? Pretty much. No, I'm just saying. If you went out there and we had, oh, even if I we see had the saying. best lemonade in the world, right? We yep. hands down best lemonade in the world. And we still didn't sell anything. Wow. That sounds familiar. I got the best business in the world. <laughs> I am the best at my service, but nobody wants to come to me. Right. <laughs> That's what Roger's saying, folks. You've got the best lemonade. You put your stand up. You've got lemonade sitting there. Nobody buys any lemonade from you today. Who do you blame or what is it to blame for not selling the world's best lemonade that you put out there. Content's king. So what's the queen? So a quick little drum roll. Our queen is the promotion of the king. Promotion of the king. And I'm going to go back to, I love the dating analogies when it comes to marketing. So I'm going to go back to dating. And when we get to that level of marriage, king and queen, they're married. Content's king. Promotion is queen. But guess who rules? Guess who's the real boss? Guess who wears the pants? Guess who has all the say? You're right. The queen. Content might be king. However, without the queen of promotion, king has no power content has no power it's like walking into a dead room it's completely empty and yelling at the top of your lungs no one will hear it no one sees it 
No one knows that it's going on. Now, if the queen opens the door, gets people to come into the room, the queen voluntarily allows people to be around you, the king, right? We get an audience. Now the king screaming and yelling at the top of their lungs can be heard, can be listened to, can take that in. Go back to the uh, lemonade analogy. Roger goes outside and puts up his lemonade stand. But all day yesterday, he was driving around town, putting out signage, saying that there was a lemonade stand. He went and knocked on all the doors around his, his townhome complex and let them know that, hey, we're selling lemonade today. Uh, he sends texts to people that he knows in the area and tells them that they're selling lemonade. Uh, he has people standing on street corners while the lemonade stands out there with signs saying, hey, come get your lemonade. That's the queen, right? All of that promotion of it will then allow him to sell his lemonade. So when we look at the blogging side, blogging is the king, it's the content. But Roger, help us understand who's the queen in this space of blogging and why is it so many real estate investors are struggling? They write a blog and why aren't they getting the result from it? Right. So there's, there's a number of different avenues that you can take on in regards to promoting a piece of content, right? So now that we know content is king and we know what its queen is or who the queen is in this particular uh, scenario, now we got to look at what we have to do. And it could differ a little bit uh, from industry to industry, but we're going to talk real estate investing, right? Because that's who we work with. That's primarily who we help. Um, so with real estate invest investing, a lot of our clients are looking for a very specific um, ideal client or what we call an avatar, right? Um, a persona. So once they are able or we're able to help them identify who that persona avatar ideal client really is, then we create content around them via a blog post. But if they were to just to put it on the website, which a lot of people do, right? A lot of real estate investors do. They're like, you know what? I'm an expert in helping people find their way out of foreclosure or sell their house very quickly when they're just drowning in this foreclosure process. So I'm going to create a really good piece of content because Roger and Sean told me so. So they go out, they do the research, they take their case studies, they take their testimony, everything that we tell them to do, and they create a piece of content, they write it out, um, and they post it on their website, and they walk away. They come back a month later, two months later, it's like, man, I'm getting leads to my website, but it's not my ideal client that I want to come, right? It's like, what's happening? Once we analyze that process, always, never fails. What fails is the promotion. So give me what I, what we recommend or what we do. And a lot of this stuff we actually take care of on higher packages when we kind of deal with this stuff, but I'll give you the secret sauce. Sean and I always say there is no secret sauce. We're going to share it. So here's some ideas. Um, take some notes. If you, if you do have something to write with or whatnot, if you're watching this later, take these notes. But number one, easiest way to promote this is going to be via social media, right? So if you're writing something, a blog post or whatnot, um, you can always share the concept, right? Uh, the concept on social media. Now, it doesn't have to be one post either. That will get lost in the mix. I mean, social media is just drowning with content. Uh, so what you have to do is have a series promoting this particular uh, topic so then people can look at what's going on because there are some, some platforms that, you know, they actually frowned upon you putting links 
on their platform. So you have to promote it a different way, right? So the social media is still very important and you can get them back to the site. You just have to do it in a series, right? So that's really good. Works really well. And then the other thing is most of you guys should, if you're not, you should be trying to build a list, right? So you should be trying to build a list. So if you do have an email list that you already have of uh, potential clients or current you know, people that you you work with already or people that have reached out um, but just didn't work out, but they're still interested in the information that you gave them, um, then that list right there would be a great, great uh, list to email out uh, and update that you actually have a new piece of content on your website. So that way they can go back and see because you never know who's connected to who, right? Social media, just the way we network and everything like that. It's very important. We're all connected one way or another. So when you put it out there, it can syndicate over to that audience, but then that audience can pass it on. Okay. So that's very important. And then the final one I have here, this is probably the, the strongest way to really promote uh, this type of content. And there is an entire formula that we use to do this. And it's called a Google stack, also known as an article stack. And this is probably the most powerful way to do it because you're able to syndicate this piece of content, basically what you just created to hundreds, if not thousands of different uh, assets, meaning websites, people, platforms uh, across the internet. And what that does, when you're able to do that at that level, you're not just creating awareness around that piece of content. You're not just promoting that piece of content. You're creating what's called signals. Okay, so it's brand signals for your brand. So all those signals out there that have been syndicated throughout the internet will come back to your website because that's basically where it's pointing back to and essentially will give your website more authority and trust with Google and will automatically give you that trust to start moving the needle with your rankings. And that's what you want. I always talk about, you know, you're always going to start page 100 or wherever, right? It's going to, it's not going to exist till you get indexed and start moving the needle and you need to get to page one and more important, you need to get to page one, position one, two, or three, because that's where most of that uh, traffic is clicking, right? So that's how you get it to that point. Um, now, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, on that note, right, Roger's talking about we need to get to page one. Ideally, we want to be in the sweet spot, or I love how he says it all the time, the golden spots, kind of the golden children of Google, one, two, or three. There's only so many spots. Right? There's only so many one, two, and threes available out there. It's all tied down to the to the search terms and, and the search um, phrases. So think of it that way. Google only has so many one, two, and three golden spots to give away. If you were Google, if you were in their shoes, do you want to give it to just anybody? Or do you want to give it to the best known? the best identified, right? The one that has the most buzz around it. Cause if it's got buzz around it, it must be good. If it's got traffic going towards it, it must be good, right? Because we're doing the right thing. Again, I go back to, I'll take it Barney style here for a second. Go back to the lemonade stand. If Roger puts out a lemonade stand and his mom, me, and his wife are the only ones running around promoting it, we're still promoting it. But what's the quality of that promotion? But what if he suddenly had the news channels there doing a promotion about his lemonade stand? What if the, the uh, you know, local uh, TV 
channels were, were also there? What if uh, social media itself, like Facebook itself came? Not that this would ever happen, but what if they were standing there uh, promoting it, right? All of a sudden, the quality of who's promoting this goes up. And subconsciously, in us humans, when quality of promotion is higher, we trust faster. Why do so many companies use um, professional athletes, actors and actresses, right? Major influencers for brand ambassador work, brand promotion work? Because if LeBron James is standing at, at uh, Roger's Lemonade Stand and promoting it on LeBron James's uh, Instagram channel, you think you're going to sell out the best lemonade ever if LeBron James has it? Absolutely. Why? Because he's got the reach for it, right? Versus Roger standing there trying to promote it on Roger's social platform. Not that there's anything wrong with his social platform, but what's the quality, right? A lot of people trust LeBron just because he says it, right? I'm just using him as an example. There's a bunch of these uh, type of individuals, but that's the difference. Quality is also a big element to the promotion uh, piece of it. No, absolutely. And you talked about the quality of the promotion, um, just to kind of give a couple ideas. So if people are kind of questioning, well, what should we do that the, the new sites are, are great, obviously, in this particular Google stack, not everybody's familiar with with this type of strategy. But just to kind of give you a little bit of uh, inside information on, on why that is so important is because it, uh, it encompasses a number of things, not only your blog that you just wrote, but we're creating, uh, we're utilizing a, a couple of Google products like uh, the Google My Business Profile. So if you didn't know, the Google My Business Profile allows you to actually put what's called a GMB post on the Google My Business Profile, just like a blog post. And then you actually have an opportunity to put a link in there to redirect somewhere else. So essentially what we do, we like to put a, just a, a small version of the blog as a post on the GMB blog post and then link back to the blog post, right? Um, not only that, we also take the version of the blog and make a YouTube uh, video off of it, right? And then we take the same keywords, use them in the titles, in the description, and obviously we put a link to connect to one of our other assets. And then the final piece of that is what Sean's promoting right now. Um, one of the biggest things is who has the biggest reach um, in regards to doing something like this after you have all that piece, pieces together is going to be a press release, which involves the news websites that are out there. And there are thousands of them, guys. So that's why when you have it all composed and set up that way, and then you put it into a press release, now it's just syndicated to hundreds, if not thousands of different sites. All those signals are out there saying your brand and your promotion, right? So it's syndicating and promoting that piece of content. But guess what? That piece of content lives on your website, which means all those signals that you have out there in the internet come back to your website, which gives you that, that authority and credibility and trust that Google looks at. It's like, these guys must be important. So it starts moving that needle with your rankings. Absolutely. Anything else on myth number one before we shift into our second myth? No, I think we, we pretty much nailed that one down pretty good. Hopefully that helped out everybody there. Perfect. So the next myth that we, I don't know if I hear this one as often, but it's definitely a myth that is floating around out there. And I think there's a lot of bad education around this particular kind of topic that, that is really generating it to be 
become a myth. And that is the the concept of you can write about or not even write. I'm just going to say you can produce content. In this case, we are talking blogs today, so it's written format, but that you can write or produce content around anything. And that that is a huge, huge myth because Roger will go into the more technical side. I'm just going to hit it on this, this front first. When you're trying to speak to everybody, right? I'm not really sure who my business is uh, designed for, or maybe I am sure, but I don't want to just single that one audience out or that couple pieces of the audience because what if other people want me to do business with them then i feel like i'm i'm not allowing that opportunity right with that i hear a lot i don't want to just niche down because i'm too afraid to lose other opportunities when we're trying to speak to everybody we're actually speaking to nobody we see this a lot in the real estate space they're trying to be too general i'm a real estate investor without really nailing down who they really focus on or what they really focus on as an investor. Are you a node investor? Are you an apartment investor? Are you a single family investor? Do you do fix and flips? Is it wholesale? Right? There's so many different outlets and avenues in the real estate space that it's too hard to market and promote simultaneously that large of an audience. So can I go a little bit more on the technical side now, Roger? What, why is it detrimental when we're trying to blog around just whatever topic, vice paying attention to some of the stuff you've talked about on past episodes, the silo, the structure of the site, right? All of these components. Yeah, absolutely. So it really comes down to uh, what we call site architecture and really the conversation that you're having with the, the search engine that where you're trying to rank, right? With the keywords you're trying to rank. So we have kind of, if you look at your, your website, right? And when I say site architecture, it means all the pages that live on your site and the way they're organized. It's as simple as that, not to kind of confuse anybody. Um, it's just how you organize that content, right? Because at the end of the day, the way who's going to decide how you rank is going to be uh, Google and it's basically algorithm and Googlebot, right? The little um, program that they, they pretty much send to all the websites that scan it and that little robot needs to be able to understand your website and needs to understand your content, right? So one of the things that we see a lot is um, someone, to Sean's point, it's either too general, right? You're not getting enough information. So it's not telling Googlebot where you want to rank, right? Where the, the actual search results where you want to rank or the keywords that you want to rank for, or you are giving so much information, right, in different topics that's diluted. So even though the Googlebot might be able to scan all that, we call it basically uh, either, you know, just diluted content, right? It's just real, uh, it, it's just too light, light of content in regards to the information, the value. Uh, so what Googlebot's looking for is to be able to answer a question, solve a problem um, for their searchers with the blog post or the website, web page, whatever it might be, that gives the best answer, right? So I'm not saying that you always have to write 2,000 words, 3,000 word articles, right? But you have to be able to answer the question in a very detailed manner, right? And give as much information as you can, even go as far as giving a, a resource, additional resources, or linking out to other resources, right? Uh, other websites even, um, where people can continue reading on this, 
the better opportunity there is to create interior pages that this stuff links to. But for, just to kind of give you the structure, just so you kind of see, it's like, all right, well, I, I get it. I gotta, I can't write about everything, and I gotta focus on just writing about certain topics. Um, you have to pick the pillar topic, right? Uh, and we'll we'll just use, you know, I keep going back to the foreclosure example, but you know, if you pick foreclosure, you're probably the pillar page is probably going to be a general topic or general article about foreclosure nationwide. You're just kind of covering everything that has to be do with foreclosure in the in in, in you know in, in the country, right? How it works and everything. And from there, you can actually categorize into a certain piece of foreclosure, maybe a situation, right? Boom, a situation, and you write an article based on that situation, right? And then under that one, you would write a couple different articles under there with the questions that that person in that situation would have. And those come. And if you look at it, the pillar page, the one on top, probably is going to be the longest one. It's the one that has a lot of beefy information about how foreclosure works, the different the different types of foreclosure, um, what you can do about them. Just little snippets, but it turns out to be a very long article. And then that links out to the individual situations. And then obviously those link out to the individual questions and we call those silos. So when you build them out in that fashion, that basically shows, imagine Googlebot scrolling through all those links and reading all that information and how you interlinked all that content that's associated to one topic. And it basically positions you as the expert in that one topic. So that's how you start gaining that, that authority and trust and now Googlebot takes that, sends it back to the index, compares you, basically puts you right next to your competitor, and it needs to make a decision who has the best topic, who explained this the best. And if you have that series, that silo structured in that manner, you will win uh, basically nine out of 10 times. Um, you'll win that. And, you know, because the, the only time you lose that race or that competition is when you're going against a big influencer that has done that many times over, right? And they happen, and that's a whole nother conversation, but that does happen when they put one article out and it ranks and everybody, you know, the newbie, Sean, this is a great one right here. Mm -hmm. The newbie is comparing themselves to a 20 year vet that's been working on their online presence, right? You can't do that, guys. You can get there. You can absolutely compete with that, but it's going to take time. So you got to really be realistic where who your competition is. That's why it's important to do the research, uh, competitive research to know who your competition is. Because who knows, maybe position one is too out of your reach, but you'll notice that there are people that are you know within your reach in position two and three, there's still search there. So you want to work towards making it there. And I think that if I'm understanding what you're saying and just to kind of reiterate it, it goes back to the quality of promotion, right? But more importantly, I think it actually goes a step deeper. You've talked about this in depth on some past episodes, and that's that eat element of the algorithm, right? The longer, the 20 year vet has built a larger base of expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness over that 20 year window. Can you get there? Sure, but it, right? We're, we're competing against 20 years worth of, in that analogy, right? 20 years worth of this. So we've got to make up for that. Can it happen? Absolutely. But again, I go back to our first myth. And that is just because you put it out there, traffic is going to come. No, it comes around the promotion side. So if we're doing better with our promotion, not just in volume, but quality, right? Quantity and quality, 
simultaneously around the promotion side, that's going to help expedite the catch up process. How quickly we're going to be able to catch that, uh, that 20 year vet. Am I correct? You nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. Cause I mean, if you guys didn't pick up on that and, and it's still kind of like, well, I, I still don't get it. You got to understand that just because that 20 year vet put that article in their, 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 their guru, right. doesn't mean that they rank because that's not the point dive deeper into their online presence. You'll find silos. You'll find multiple silos. You'll find a very, very deep information to the point that Google has so much trust with this particular brand or person, right? That when they put something out, it must be true or it must be real or it must be valuable, right? And that's why they put them up there. You have to build that authority and trust to be able to get to that point. Absolutely. And this is why having someone like Top Results Consulting, REI Toolbox, kind of on your side, right? An experienced agency that understands how to do this. And more importantly, I joke about it all the time. I mean, we've got we've got a, a secret weapon. He's he's kind of part of the the deep dark uh the deep dark agency. I gotta come up with a cool name. You're not the FBI, you're not the CIA, you're you're the Google Nader, but you belong to some like deep dark secret SEO agency that's out there that's like the deep state. Nobody knows that it actually exists. I just got lucky and managed to suck you up and get you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> we're going to have to come up with an acronym for that. Again. I, I think so. Um, the, the Google, I don't know. We're going to put some thought to that. And then on a future episode, we'll bring that out. But uh, when you have someone like Roger and our team and, and a really kind of knowledgeable agency on your side, there's a way to get that process sped up. Sometimes it just takes the research, the tools, putting in a little bit of our experience, right? Our years of knowledge in this to, to get you there. But the good news is you can get there. So if we can leave you with anything today, it would be really understand. And again, I, I got to kind of like hit that second myth pretty hard because I do see a lot of bad information in the space being just thrown around about, you know, just take somebody's blog, copy it, and put it on yours, you know, that'll help you. Uh, just write about whatever, who cares what it is, just write, because you just need to have, you know, something out there. It's not going to help you. It'd be like having a brick and mortar store with a bunch of shelves inside of it, and just a hodgepodge of, of items on it. It's, it's going to be really hard for somebody to come to that store and understand what what is the purpose of this store, right? So pay attention to the content, look at your silos, look at your, your uh, structure and what it is that you offer right around, make sure we're, we're dialing that content in to be specific. But then the second layer, myth number one, just because you write it doesn't mean it's going to get traffic. You've got to actually promote it. We got to get some, some elements out there. And there's a number of strategies around it. Obviously the stacking structure is kind of our like secret weapon, our go-to. Uh, we, we've got all the stuff to do it really quickly, which gets results really fast. So if you want to talk about how TRC, REI Toolbox can help you guys in that process, don't hesitate. Reach out. Let's schedule some time. We'll get on a call, break down your structure, see where you're at, help you understand what you need to be having content around and how we can get that, that promotion side uh, out there. But anything, any final thoughts, anything you want to leave them with? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, uh, just don't, don't think there's, there's shortcuts guys uh, even us as an agency, 
um, I mean, we we just had our our live event and we kind of broke down everything and and our, our attendees. Uh, they learned really quick that there is no shortcuts, right? We showed them everything that has to go into it, and there are no secrets. Everybody can do that. It just takes time. You got to value your time. And to Sean's point, when you have an agency uh, like Top Results on your cor- in your corner, um, then you don't have to go through the trial and errors. That's the big difference. That these these things we have systems in place already, proven uh, systems that we put into play right away. Instead of going through and and trying these different things from different gurus, right? They're out. That's what we see over and over. And what we try to kind of avoid for our clients is that when you start putting pieces together, um, some work, some don't. But with a with a, a agency that's versed in the space, um, we're able to kind of implement these systems right away and essentially save you time, money, and start getting those leads flowing to your website. The GIA. The Google Intelligence Agency. <laughs> He's our secret, secret agent, part of the GIA. Uh, I figured it out. I wrote it down so you wouldn't forget it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Um, all right, folks. I know we can keep going forever, but uh, I think that's enough for today. As Roger always tells you guys, I know if I ask him, he's going to say it. Get out there, take action. (laughs) That's the only way you can move the needle. That's the only way. That's it. Get out there, take action. Think about what we just talked about, though. Make sure that content is dialed in around what makes sense for you and your business and your offer, not just a broad topic all over the place. Uh, But then more importantly, think about how can you promote it? How can you get more eyeballs around it? How can you push that, uh, that out there more? So until next time next week we'll see you guys back here on another episode of the web buzz podcast as always we're here to help you just reach out let us know shoot us a message on social platforms at top results consulting uh, or head over to topresultsconsulting.com or the new one that's out there now reitoolbox.com another channel that you guys can get in touch with us and hit us up we'll talk to you guys soon we'll see you on a future episode and as always here's to your success From all of us here at the Web Buzz Podcast, thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you got value out of this, share it out with your fellow business owners. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show. Reach out with any future episode topics you'd like us to discuss. Until the next episode, here's to your success.